This is Battleground, and today is Wednesday. Uh, I was about to say January. I don't know why, but it is September the 23rd, and we are with the great Jim Dornan once again. Hey, Jim, welcome to Battleground. Uh, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably not going to ask any questions. I'm just going to let you go for an hour. <laughs> How you doing, Ivan? Good to see you again, my friend. Likewise, man. Dude, um, major insanity. We took a couple weeks off. Uh, man, feel nice and refreshed. But uh, Washington sure didn't take the week off or, uh, or, or certainly two weeks off. Uh, wow. Yeah, no kidding. Um, notorious RBG, RIP. Uh, you know, I, I, I judge people a lot on who they hang out with. And the fact that she and Scalia were so close uh, tells me, even though I disagree with her on many, many, many issues, that she was probably a very good person and uh, she will probably be missed on the court. And she'll probably really be missed on the court by the Democrats because they're going absolutely batshit crazy. Uh, impeachment, uh, packing the court, getting rid of the Electoral College, Puerto Rico and D.C. becoming states, American wow. Samoa becoming a state. Wow. Yeah. Dude, what is going on? Well, you know, it's gonna, if they make all those states and all those uh, possession states, I'm going to have to rethink my, uh, my travel into all the states in the Union. I've been to 47. I have to add another five. <laughs> that would be crazy. That would be crazy. I mean, it's... Uh, Man, I don't know. Um, so you know, there there's a little bit of um, there's a little bit of um, doubt, I guess, on our side. So we said, okay, Murkowski, you know, Susan Collins, she's in a tough race. Um, but I think you know she might come around, depending on how the hearings go. If the hearings are you know kind of like the Kavanaugh situation, she she will come around and vote. Um, and then you know, no backbone, Mitt Romney. Um, you figure, you know, he'll do something stupid or, or he'll pull a McCain or do some kind of crap to spite Trump. And there's some noise about Cory Gardner and even uh, Grassley, right? It's well, he's right. like everybody's come around. Yeah, I, they're all, well, they're going to go ahead to vote to proceed. So that that's a done deal. Uh, the question is, you know, does whichever of those women that he picks, um, and I'm actually for the woman down in Florida, um, I think, from, yeah. right, I think from an electoral standpoint, that's probably the smartest move. Now, I, I know, you know, you can only throw a lifeline to Amy Conan, Coney Barrett so many times without her getting ticked off, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, whoever it happens to be, I, I think they'll wind up passing. I, I really wish that McConnell hadn't sat on um, uh, Merrick Garland uh, prior um, because – for no other reason that he wasn't going to pass. They had the majority, so they could they could say, hey, we brought him up, we voted him down. Now we're going to wait to see who's elected before you uh, you can pick another one. If, if, you know, if Hillary's elected, fine. If Trump's elected, fine. But so that, I think, is what's given a lot of Republicans heartburn right now. The fact that it is, it, it, it's complete hypocrisy. I mean, but not that the Democrats haven't done that too. I mean, both sides are equally wrong here. Yeah. And, and frankly, if the Democrats were in the same position, they'd be doing exactly the same thing. They would withstand the yelling and screaming, uh, which, you know, that's what drives me crazy. They won't, they won't even admit that. Oh, no, we wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, you would. Um, and the fact that they're making all these threats and plus what they did to Kavanaugh, right. you know, I mean, they're getting exactly what they deserve. And frankly, also, Trump is right. It's his constitutional... Um, prerogative or or duty if you will to uh 
to appoint it. And, and McConnell's head of the Senate. He can do what he wants. You know, I remember an infamous um, uh, phrase um, to John Boehner from Barack Obama uh, when Boehner asked for some, some kind of satisfaction on, on an issue. And Obama looked at him and he said, you lost. And that's exactly what McConnell should be saying to Schumer right now and Pelosi. You guys lost. You know, we increased our numbers in the Senate in 2018. um, And you you guys, I mean, you don't have a leg to stand on right now. If you hadn't controlled the Senate, then we'd be having a whole different conversation. So um, I I think that whoever it is passes, uh, gets on, you know, and gets on the um, Supreme Court. And then we wait and see what happens with these Senate races and, and how much it affects it with Collins. That is a toss up. I never underestimate her. She's a very good candidate. A uh, little worried about Cory Gardner, but he's also got people aren't seem to be forgetting. He's also got Colorado Springs, which is a hotbed of evangelicals and they will come out in droves. And as I, I, I was quoted in the Washington Examiner yesterday, I think this helps Trump and uh, Senate Republicans more than it hurts them because it does invigorate our base with those populations or voting demographics, if you will, that Trump's been having some problems with and therefore Republican candidates have. And that's right now it's seniors because of Trump's handling of the COVID uh, situation and evangelicals, which, you know, they're looking at some of the stuff Trump has done in the past and maybe giving it a second look and saying, hey, this guy really isn't one of us. So and that would be huge, right? Because if he pushes a he pushes a Barrett, um, she's a home run. Yeah, I, I I agree. Any of the four women I've seen mentioned are are all. Yeah, I think you know the evangelicals, the Catholics. Boom. Yep. Right. Well, and the other thing is, I think Biden is making a massive mistake by not releasing. Just he could put anybody on there that he thinks would pass muster, but. He's so afraid, and he did. You know, this is obviously what they did with the with the stuff in the cities. You know, the violence in the cities. He's so afraid to tick off his lunatic base uh, that he that he's. I, in my opinion, he's making a massive mistake on uh, on on being able to deal with this. I mean, I don't even think he's mentioned it other than saying, you know, we shouldn't be doing this. I mean, and and frankly. Trump releasing that list in 2016 is the reason he won, or part of the reason. He had 25% of the voters surveyed after they voted for Trump said it was because of the Supreme Court. So, um, you know, I, I, I just think this helps him. I mean, it's unfortunate she had to pass and that we have to go through this. Uh, I really felt the day after was, was like this, this country is about to explode. Um, I feel less that way right now because I think McConnell's done a really good job of marshalling the troops really quickly, stating fact, this is what I'm doing. You can't argue with me about it. I'm in charge. Go to hell. I mean, that's essentially what he's telling Schumer. Um, so, I mean, I feel better about today. I actually feel better about, about Trump today, but, you know, it's five weeks left and who knows what can happen between, you know, now. I can tell you this, it's 2020, so anything that can possibly happen will right yeah. i think we all ought to start drinking mad dog 2020 until the oh, end of this year <laughs> i haven't hit one of those since like a sophomore in high school man <laughs> i had no money you know <laughs> right, right. when all we could do was drum up about uh what was it like two bucks i think back then yeah, absolutely oh yeah so mad dog green spring uh, Boone's farm <laughs> we can get a case of natty bows for uh for um, no, Milwaukee's best. 
for about yeah. five bucks. Yep. Oh, yep. yep. That, that was a case. Who knows what we were drinking back? <laughs> Excuse me. But um, so you think uh, you you think uh, Barrett or Lagoa or whoever it is um, ends up passing? I I think so as well. How does that play out in November? Well, and that's what I was just I was trying to get at a little bit um, in a you know in a roundabout way. Um, so I get that it's going to motivate big time, right? The I Catholic. think it motivates our base. And, and right now, Biden is not motivating his base at all. And he could with, you know, I, I mean, Schumer and, and Pelosi are screaming from the top of their lungs about this, but you're not hearing a lot out of Biden. Biden's run a really, really boring, moribund campaign, to be honest with you. And I, was, I said to another political consultant this week that I thought that they were doing a really good job of running the same race that Hillary did in 2016. So, you know, Trump's getting out there. He's going to all these rallies, you know, and um, I mean, I, right now, and it's, it's hard to be an incumbent. I just think right now it's, it's, I think it's Trump's to lose. Now he's just got to not do anything stupid um, or, or off the wall. Um, I mean, stop saying that Joe's on drugs, you know. <laughs> like they're well, what he, I, I think what he's what he's talking about is Adderall, right? Well, uh, yeah, that would be the only thing I think would be able to get. I mean, because if you, 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 we've seen Biden without it, but if that, and we've seen a different Biden with with or without him, I and we can't say right for sure. But there's got to be something that's that's pumping him up like that. But you know what? Let the voters decide on that. You don't want that coming out of the president of the United States, for God's sake. Hey, you know, think about it, man. Biden doesn't know who he is or where he is half the time, you know? So, and then all of a sudden he's going to show up, you know, crisp and, 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 and ready to go. There's something, something done work, right? But, well, and I'll tell you, man, that's dangerous at a guy his age, you know? Um, I mean, that, that could cause heart attacks. I mean, I read a little bit about it too, man. It's got ter terrible side effects. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, let's, let's hope he's not on it, but I mean, there is definitely a, a good Biden and a bad Biden. And, yeah. you know, you got to think something's causing it, but age, I, right? it, go ahead. Bad days. Who knows? Right. Say again. It could just be age. Yeah. And, uh, you know, good days, bad days, you know, it, it, it all depends. Right. And, and that happens with a lot of people. And, uh, you know, who knows? I don't know if he drinks, maybe he was hung over. Who, 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 <laughs> it could happen. It could yeah, happen. Very well, very well could happen. You know, um, you go back to Tip O'Neill, man. You know? <laughs> uh, you know? Well, uh, so, so, you know, like I said, I think this is an, a net win for Trump. Um, and again, you know, there's, there's gonna, there were some mistakes made along the way. I hope we learn our lesson. Um, I, I'm scared at, at, what happens if Biden and Democrats take control? Because um, it sounds like they're just going to exact revenge on this country. It's not on Republicans; it's on the entire country, yep. and they don't care. I mean, they—you can tell—they are so desperate for power. Um, and I'm—I'm going to be very interested to see how they go after this nominee. You know, it's a woman. Um, they're going after her religion already. Uh, you know, because she, well, at least um, you know Coney Barrett. You know, because she's Catholic, uh, that will turn off the Catholics, and, and a lot of Catholics are Democrats. Yep. Uh, not me, but a lot of them are. Yep. And uh, and if they go after a Hispanic woman, um, I mean, I think I think Florida is close to over anyway. I think yep. that, that that makes it a slam dunk for Trump. Yep. Um, and so, and the other two, I, she's a Hialeah girl from Pace High School. You know, there you go. Um, you know that 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 could really move 
Dade County too. Yeah, absolutely it could. It could we've, we've been doing very well down there. And if I'm Donna Shalala, I might be a little bit worried, you know, in that house seat down there. Uh, I think there's another another but, house but, seat. Remember, Shalala's house seat was Ileana's for 20-something years, right? Right. Yep. It turned, well, when they added Key West to it, it got significantly more Democrat. Um, but she was still one in those. But she would, yeah, because she was Cuban. Yep. But she is, still is Cuban. Yep. Um, and... Uh, and because she's popular, I mean, she was, she was, I, I ran into her, I was on vacation down there one day and uh, I was at the Key West Seafood Festival and she walked right up to me. She goes, I recognize you. And I said, yeah, I used to work on Capitol Hill, Congresswoman. And she goes, let's get a picture. I was like, all right. And, and that, that sounds was, exactly like her too. That yeah. sounds exactly like her. That's, that's Ileana, that's sex book. Yeah, yeah, she was, she was perfect for the job. I'm sorry to see her retire. Hey, let me ask you a question. Sure. Uh, going back to the uh, SCOTUS thing, does that also motivate the left? Well, that's what I was trying to say before with, with Biden. He's just run a really boring campaign. And, I mean, he doesn't do anything to fire up the masses to begin with. And, you know, I haven't seen, I haven't seen his campaign display the ability to turn on a dime. I mean, and this is turning on a dime. You see how, how fired up they got when we passed Kavanaugh? Understood. Um, yeah, and and also do the same thing. I just, I it could, it very well could. Um, I, I just, I think that, or I hope that the Senate is much better prepared, and that the White House is much better prepared um, than to have than to have her have to go through something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I know it's, I know there's a lot of other prep that goes into this, but that should be part of it. Um, and you know, and I just shut it down if he wants or no. Uh, yeah, to the you know, to the extent he can as chairman, um, he could he could actually choose not to have hearings if he wanted that's to. What I heard right, so that's that, real. That would be unprecedented. Uh, but I mean, I think that he he's in a race too. By the way, I mean, he's got that guy breathing down his neck, uh, and so he's got to go hardcore right, hardcore Trump to make sure his voters show up. So, I mean. Have, have it, starting the hearings and then having the Dems go after her character and then Lindsay shutting him down, I think he looks like a hero. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's a slam dunk, right? Versus not. Well, and you've also got freaking Harris on that committee. Right. So, I mean, the variables. Recused? Uh, she should be, um, but I don't think she will. I don't think she will. I don't, I don't know what the precedent is on that either, right. but. I mean, you know, she's going to grandstand her frickin' rear end off. Yeah. So, um, and you got, you know, you got frickin' Cory Booker and the other shills for the far left over there. Feinstein and ugh. Yeah, so um, it, it, it's going to be interesting. I mean, they're talking about having the vote on the 29th of October. That's like a week before the election. They should wait till Halloween, man. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? Not Jim. They should do it on Halloween and freaking get all the witches out there. Well, we'll take off the, ma the mask of whoever's uh, masquerading as Joe in the debates. <laughs> so is he going to make it or what? Does he get to the debates? Uh, he has to. He absolutely has to. And they've, I mean, Chris Wallace was very smart. He announced the first set of, uh, uh, you know, categories or issues, subject areas, whatever. Um, and they're pretty broad. Um, but I, I mean, I think, I think it gives Biden a little bit of an advantage knowing what it is because He's much more cerebral than Trump. I hate to say that, 
Um, I hope Trump is not doing the same thing he did last time, which was not take the debate seriously, not study on the issues. And if their Democrats are serious about doing um, real time fact checking, then Trump needs to watch his P's and Q's because, you know, if he comes out of there with, you know, 18 to 20 lies, out and out lies, then, I mean, that's, that's what's going to be the headline, not that Sleepy Joe is Sleepy Joe, you know. Well, um, fact checking, you know, Biden, nobody. No, I, I hope that, what I'm hoping is that, I guess Fox is doing the debate, so I would hope that they would have fact checkers on both sides yeah. and whisper in Chris's ear when he's got the, uh, you know, the little earpiece in from, from his producer saying, that's not, tr that's not a true statement. Whoever says it. So you think you're, you're going to have the moderator check, check the, uh, the, the debaters off? Well, it won't be the moderator. They can just have a fact-checking room, which both parties... Oh, I know, but if they whisper in them and say, that's not true, Chris Ross is going to go say, hey, by the way, uh, Vice President Biden, that's not true. Yeah, I think he'll say my fact-checkers say that's incorrect. Yeah, that's you know? up, though. That's... And he'll probably, you know, he'll probably have a computer screen in front of him so he can, he can say... You know, Vice President Biden, you just said ABC, and my fact checkers are telling me it's XYZ. And that this was is unprecedented, dude. That's never been done, ever. I like, know, but I. That time, I, uh, what's her name? Candace uh, did that to Romney, right, at, on CNN. Yeah. Well, oh, Candy, yeah, Candy Crowley, yeah. Well, um, Candy Crowley. Yeah. Well, and I, listen, I think that they ought to do it. I think that lies should be called out. Yeah. And um, I mean, it, yeah, but how do you know that they're really being called out, right? Well, if you're doing a, if you've got an independent fact-checking room, um, and and we don't know that they do or they don't, and that's not been announced. Uh, but you know, I mean, who's who's so ABC? Um, I mean, you uh, look at some of the fact-checking going on right now on social media, and they're taking down real stuff. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I, 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 and, and then when you, they get called out on, oh, it was a mistake and something happened and the algorithm and, yeah. well, you'd have to, I mean, trust me, there will be fact checkers checking the fact checkers, yeah. you know, um, that's what I said. And, you know, each, each party, I'm sure the RNC has got a war room and the DNC has got a war room where they've got their own people. Now they're not going to have direct contact with Chris Wallace, but, um, they'll certainly, be categorizing and, and, you know, line item, line iteming every one of those, um, one of those facts. And it'll be interesting to see how they react if they are called out on it. Um, oh, well, uh, you know, and, and, and it hurt this, that's hurts Biden. If he's caught in a lie more than it hurts Trump. I mean, Trump just kind of blusters and feigns and, you know, uh, you know, tries to talk past it. Um, and that, that's one thing that Chris Wallace won't let him do. Uh, so it, it'll, it, it's just going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. Chris, Chris Wallace will go after Trump pretty hard, right? Um, I don't think he's a fan of his, yeah. um, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, he, he seems more, 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 uh, more of an establishment guy, right? Well, yeah. I, I, listen, his father was by no means a conservative. He's a hardcore liberal, you know, 60 Minutes, Mike Wallace. Yeah. So um, my guess is the apple doesn't far too, fall too far from the tree. But I think one thing about Chris Wallace is that he's incredibly well balanced. Uh, he does not take side. You cannot tell what party he is, as opposed to somebody like Rachel Maddow um, or John Harwood, who was god awful in the, uh, in the um, debates a couple, a couple years ago. 
Um, but um, it, it, again, it'll be really interesting. It is definitely must see TV. I mean, absolutely. It's probably going to break some records, huh? Uh, I would think so. I would think so. Um, turnout this year. Say again? How do you see turnout this year versus 16? Uh, I think it's going to be very sky high again. Um, like I said, they're motivated to take out Trump. They're not motivated to, to, to you know, support Biden. Um, and Trump's people are always highly motivated. Um, I haven't seen a poll for a while, but I think the enthusiasm gap was around 16 a couple weeks ago. I think that's probably similar right now. Um, but uh, I, you know, th I mean, this, again, this whole four years has been just an amazing kind of experiment, if you will, um, in some ways, very good, in other ways, very bad. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see if the country wants to still continue this, um, A, um, and if they do, has Trump learned anything? because um, he can't run for re-election again, so he's automatically a lame duck. Um, will it change any of his behavior? I, I don't know. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more respect for the office, as I've said on this podcast prior. Um, and or, you know, do we do they go to Biden? And I mean, I mean, I, I happen to agree with the folks on the right that are saying that, you know, Biden doesn't have a mind of his own anymore and that he's going to be pushed. Now, he's an institutionalist and maybe the stuff with the states and the court packing and the electoral college goes away. Um, especially if he knows in his own mind that he's only running for one term, he doesn't have to worry about those people after November. Um, and I think he knows after one term he's gone, uh, if he makes it that long. Yeah. Um, so it, I, this, I mean, I, I made some really definitive statements four years ago that were dead wrong. And so before I make any more definitive statements like that, again, I'm going to wait until probably it's over. So I can't be wrong. <laughs> hey, all right. So walk us through the Senate, Jim. What's happening uh, in the Senate? So we talked about Corey a few minutes ago, um, you know, strong evangelical uh, base there in uh, Colorado Springs. Does it get him past Hickenlooper? I don't know. Um, his numbers have been consistently down. Um, between five and 10 points. So that's going to be tough for him. Uh, Susan Collins, we touched on, uh, she's a great politician, but I mean, these events that are out of her control may have already determined her fate. Uh, and I know that her opponent is raising money hand over fist. Uh, Tom Tillis consistently down against Cal Cunningham in North Carolina. If Trump manages to pull off North Carolina, which he has to in, in order to win this, uh, I think he could pull, pull Tullis, Tillis over the top, but Tillis has pissed off conservatives uh, down there for some God knows reason. I've been reading on social media and trying to figure out what those people are saying, but uh, conservatives, one guy uh, who's head of the gun owners in North Carolina uh, posted that he'll vote for Tillis prior to the, uh, prior to the election, if he votes on the, um, on the Supreme court justice. And if it, if they have to push off the vote for some reason after the election, then he's voting for the libertarian, I think is what he said, or constitutional party. So Tillis has got some work cut out for him. I think that uh, Steve Daines does beat Bullock up in, uh, up in Montana. Um, who are the other problem children? Sally. Max Sally. Sally's done. She's, she's gone. Uh, and the worst part about that is that uh, Mark Kelly, yeah. because that's a technically a special election, yeah. Mark Kelly, uh, 
takes office the day after the election because and that'll you know that's only one vote but that's going to mean a lot and i think that's going to play into mcconnell's calculations on whether they do that vote before or after the um the election and then the last one was uh, out huh oh yeah i I think that mcsally's she just she's not a good politician uh she ran a horrible race last time i wasn't happy that governor ducey um Man. Gave her another shot at it. I mean, I understand why he did it, but I think there were other candidates out there that probably would give Kelly a, a tougher race. And then the last one to watch. Um, is Arizona go for the president or go blue? Well, there was a poll out today that has, has him up one. You know, it's margin of error. So um, he was down, I think, eight a few weeks ago. Uh, and then they, at the same poll had, uh, had him up, had Trump up four in Florida. So, um, but you don't think he drags, uh, McSally across the floor? I, I don't know. I don't think he can. I just think that I just don't. Yeah. I, I think she's gone. I think she's the one, that's the one definitive thing I can say. Well, and that, then, that balances out with, uh, with, with Alabama, right? Cause we pick up that. Yeah, we pick up Tuberville's up by yeah. 20 points plus, yeah, I mean, that's um, you know, full disclosure, I'm working on Tuberville's super pack. Uh, but, um, you know, it's, I think he's, he's fine. You're right. So they cancel each other out. And then um, the last uh, the last race, it's going to be the most interesting because the latest poll in this state has Trump and Biden tied, and that's Joni Ernst. Yeah, he's. They just passed a uh, a um, bill that's going to fund the government past the election, and inside that bill is a significant amount of money for farmers. So she can take that with her home. Um, and she could have beat the Democrats over the head with it if, if they didn't give it to her. So that's a, that was a win-win for her. But she's, she's been consistently behind the woman she's running against. Um, single digit behind, but nonetheless behind. Trump could pull her over the top. Um, the problem, as we've discussed before with Iowa, is out of the 250 counties nationwide that voted twice for Obama and once for Trump, the most, most of the counties, the most of those counties, I think it's uh, 15 or so, uh, maybe, maybe closer to 10, um, are in Iowa. So those voters were voting for change twice, or actually three times, yeah. uh, or at least they thought they were. And the question is, do those voters still believe that Trump represents change? Um, so that's, I mean, I know that, that hog farmers and soybean farmers are taking it on the chin over this stuff going on with China. Um, hopefully the money uh, that they passed yesterday will, uh, will alleviate some of the pain that those farmers are feeling. Um, so I, I don't know. Well, it passes a CR, right? So that's, that passed the House yesterday. It's over the Senate. I think it'll pass, you know, it's bipartisan. So it'll pass. The Democrats wanted more money for pandemic food. Um, uh, just allotment or distribution, whatever. And they got that too. So that was the trade-off. Um, the question is, and it's our never ending subject as we, uh, as we, we talk from week to week is, are they going to come up with a COVID relief? And, and I mean, frankly, it doesn't look like it, it doesn't look like it, but I mean, Trump needs to start pushing for it because if they do, it helps him. And Pelosi knows that. And I get why she's not doing it but But nobody's talking about it that that's that's the well they so she got a letter yesterday from 20 uh blue dog essentially democrats they're democrat freshman democrats who won in trump seats in 2018 saying you know damn it nancy we need this and so the question is does she think that 
they won't lose any of those, and they won't lose that that um, a significant number of them. I, I don't know what that calculation is. I will tell you this, that it was smart taking that pot um, bill off the floor because that was going to pass um, with Democrat support, but no COVID bill. I mean, I just think the optics of that would have crushed her. Um, Same. But so you, know what? The, 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 you know, the president found a way around these uh, very, very, you know, <laughs> or at least this very difficult issue, which was, you know, the evictions. Yep. We talked about it a lot. And we talked about the uh, executive action that it seemed like it was all uh, just lip service. But he found a way around it, right? Yeah. Well, he did, but they really need to pass something. Um, but that only covers people to the end of the year, which and technically, I think, you know, technically I think, you know, that should be more than enough, right? You carried them all year, but. Well, I think that's also how do you, federal how housing. Do you fix all the other problems, right? Well, I think that's only federal housing for one. It doesn't cover my apartment, for example. For uh, now, now jurisdictions are doing it on their own. I think both Governor Hogan in Maryland and uh, Mayor Bowser here have have put moratoriums on till the end of the year. But it's more than moratoriums. I don't think Hogan's done anything. Say again. I don't think Hogan has. Has he? Yeah, I think Hogan has. Yeah, I think I think Hogan, or maybe it was Northam. I don't know, but um, nonetheless, they need to put something with the power of Congress legislatively behind it. it somehow. But and they've got to, you know, they they. I, I think what they what they need to do is they need to continue the unemployment extension. You know, I, I was thinking about this yesterday. The Republicans complain about the extra six hundred dollars is that we're paying people to stay home. Well. That money disappeared right at the end of July, I believe. And the executive order didn't really kick in until, even though it was beginning of August. August Well, but it didn't kick in until, uh, I think DC got theirs today or yesterday. So that's a month later. So in a month, the unemployment numbers have not changed. So if those people were getting paid to stay home, they weren't, they sure as hell weren't going back to work, which but tells me. There's nowhere to go to work, right? Because, right. Well, that's true like, too. You no. Know, so many of these are service industry. And, uh, you know, if the bars and restaurants are shut down, they can, they can want to go to work every morning, wake up at three in the morning and be ready. But they got right. nowhere to go. And that's something the president has no control over. It's up to individual governors. So, yeah, I agree with that. But my point is, is that there wasn't an onrush of jobs that Republicans like Rand Paul were telling us there would be after they cut off the extra money. And so that was that's a it was I knew it was a a false statement when they said it. And uh, the numbers have proven us out. We have over 850 million people still or 850,000 people. Uh, claiming unemployment benefits in, since August one, and so they need to they need to inject some more money back in the economy. Um, I, I'd like to see another twelve hundred dollar paycheck for for folks, um, and that's I don't know whether that's on the table. And, and then dealing with dealing with PPP. I mean, yeah. these, these small businesses still need help. And they really do, right? I mean, revenues are down. The problem here, Jim, is that. You know, so many of these small businesses are hanging on by a thread. Like we know so many of our friends um, and, and places that, you know, everybody likes to go to or, or, or was going to and they're shut down. I mean, yeah. I read, read this article that 60% of the businesses that uh, shut down during COVID are not going to reopen. I, I saw that same article and that, that should scare people. That, that's sad. 
Yeah. That's sad. And, you know, and, and maybe it doesn't affect us, but, you know, it sure affects somebody and it sure affects somebody's family. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and, right. And people's family, you know, and, and how do we help those people? How do we, you know, um, you know, I, I know you're close to the guys over at Bullfeather, so let's give them a shout out. Uh, we love that place. I know they can help Bullfeathers out by going to a website, I think. Yep. And a t-shirt, right? How, how do they do that, Jim? Yeah, go to, uh, I, I think it's bullfeathers.com or just type in Bullfeathers on Capitol Hill. And there's the first thing that pops up is a t-shirt says, save Bullfeathers. And I was number two of the, of the people on the list to buy one. I think the first one was the woman who created them. And all the money goes to Bullfeathers. Uh, and their employees, and uh, you, you know, we were there this week. It was, it was sad that they couldn't have that bar full, and and it would have been full last night. That place I remember has always been packed. Yep, just packed, and that's yep. you know, and it's sad, you know, because uh, man, I mean, it's got to cost a lot of money having that location, uh, keeping the lights on, keeping trying to keep employees on payroll. Uh, you know, I was at a, at an event about a month ago up in Baltimore, and you know, huge location, very, very nice. And I was talking to the owner. He said, man, you know, I've had to close one of my, my other locations. I'm at less than 50% of the staff. Um, uh, you know, I want to try and help everybody, but these are the people that are getting impacted. Yeah. And it's, it's low and middle income folks, right? I mean, college kids or, or, uh, you know, recently graduated college kids, uh, Hispanics in the kitchen and, you know, in the, in the, um, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Back, back of the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you you look at that, the service and hospitality industry, and a lot of these jobs, I mean, we looked at some of the demographics, it's mostly impacting, you know, low-income Hispanic and African-Americans, right? The, those are the ones that are getting hit, and they're getting hammered. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen, but the president has to do something. I, I can't imagine that he's going to allow Nancy Pelosi to drag us all the way through the election without some kind of COVID. Or, or, or I, I, I hope you're right, my friend. I really do, because it it's unacceptable right now. And you're right, people are hurting. Um, I never used to see homeless people in my neighborhood down here in the Navy Yard in D.C. And I've seen a definite uptick over the course of the last, uh, course of the last uh, couple of weeks. And, and they're, they're, not, they're not people that live here, but they're coming here because you got a lot of hill staffers here who have jobs and who are willing to take a dollar or you know whatever they have in their pocket change and give it to them and so you know it's 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 a sad state of affairs and they need they need to do something you're right congress has really really shirked their duty on this it's been a pathetic display and absolutely pathetic and uh and, and i just can't believe that the media is so complicit that they have not been calling out either side right for putting yeah and I, I agree completely i mean you know, um, I, I get the sticking point on the state and local money because uh, there was a great article on the Fox News site yesterday that, that pointed out what some of these mayors, and they specifically pointed to the mayor of Minneapolis or mayor of St. Paul, Minnesota, um, who was taking money and he, was, he basically was using it as an experiment for guaranteed income. You know, the whole thing that, uh, oh God, that yeah, Yang, yeah. Andrew Yang was touting yeah. during the presidential yeah. stuff. I mean, that's that's exactly why the Republicans are saying no to right. that. And you've got pension systems like Illinois, which is a complete catastrophe. Then they, they're going to use that money to bail them out. And, and McConnell said no. And on that, I agree. Yeah. You know, but the other stuff, PPP, you know, uh, unemployment insurance, you know, another stimulus check. Yeah. That stuff is easy. They can pass that. But 
But Nancy's holding out for a liberal wish. Yeah, it's horrible, man. And you hear Schumer, right, going, oh, the House passed the HEROES Act, and, you know, Mitchell doesn't want to, you know, help. He's hammering our side. Why the hell isn't, you know, Mitch McConnell and everybody else going out there hammering the Democrats? I don't, I don't understand that. Well, they, I, Why? That's, a good, that's a good point. They really aren't doing that at all. They're saying, you know what, these people just want to do this. We're ready to push something forward, help the American people. Let's go. He's on the floor saying that, you know, Nancy and Chuck are always going to get more play because the media, you know, lo loves them. But, I mean, Chuck's nothing more but a, than a puppy dog for, for Nancy. I mean, he, he, has, he doesn't have a coherent thought of his own. Um, you know, he's, he's just a pathetic, pathetic human being. Yeah, now, I, it'll be interesting. He's just fucking, he's disgusting, dude. Yeah, he's, he's I can't stand him. Off. I, mean, I, I will tell you, that's the kind of guy you want to punch in the face, really. You know, so de Blasio, right before we got on, yeah. announced that he was furloughing uh, some really significant amount of workers, 9,000 yep. city workers. Yep. So that's let's see if right. that kicks old Chuck in the uh, rear end and gets him motivated. Absolutely. Hey, Jim, it's always a pleasure to have you on, man. Uh, man, two weeks without Jim Dornan. That was, uh, that was, that was crazy. But I'll tell you what, I – it was a much needed rest for me, but we're back. We're ready to give this uh, all the way off to, 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 to election day. So um, I know you're going to be uh, keeping us uh, abreast with everything that's going on. And, uh, and we got to do that live show. We got to do that live show at Bullfeathers once uh, everybody's back on the Hill and, um, and have a little fun. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. We got we to gotta make sure that place stays open. Yeah, absolutely, man. Appreciate absolutely. All right, Jim, I appreciate it. And thank everybody for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Take care, Ivan. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>